0: There are
1: places Welcome to this edition of Sean and D's Good Tape. I'm Sean Newell. That's Dennis Brzezinski over there. How you doing, D?
2: Hello, Bongo. It's been a week. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah.
1: From what you were saying off the the record before the show started. We've got Richie Seymour along with us again today. How you doing, Richie?
0: Not too bad, gents. Glad to be here. It's cold. Welcome, Cheech.
1: It's cold. We were just talking beforehand that... uh, That uh, Richie and I are both in Illinois, where it's obviously freezing cold right now. With uh, it's going to be like the coldest night of the year um, overnight tonight. And Dennis was complaining that how how uh, what's the temperature where you're at right
2: now? Uh, It's 63 degrees, like (laughs) barely barely can go outside for a cigarette with a t-shirt on. Maybe I should (laughs) grab a jacket.
1: A light jacket a parka if you will
2: <laughs>
1: Jeez. well this show that we are going to do this week is about what a month in the making something like that because we kept
2: we're supposed to do this three weeks ago
1: yeah so so we kept pushing it off and pushing it off and richie tried i mean a couple of times to, to push it off again he had some good ideas but we decided to to stay the course this week <laughs> to definitely stay the course this week so um Dennis you want to kind of set this one up a little bit
2: uh, so this is my sneaky Pearl Jam uh, entry, entry into this podcast, uh, into this playlist. It's a uh, uh, Glenn Hansard, which I've talked about plenty on the show. His cover of Bruce Springsteen's "Drive All Night." Eddie is featured as the backing vocals on this, and I fucking love this song. So uh... <laughs> Both uh of you took big <laughs> size before you decided who was going to go first. <laughs>
0: So I'm just going to say, is it drive all night or drone all night?
1: Oh, Oh. he's going hot takes here. We got Stephen A. Smith over there. What's (laughs) going on? I mean, there's going to be some
0: comments, I'm guessing, uh, after that. This, this is the song that nearly ended the pod because Sean couldn't listen all the way through it.
1: It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> because I thought it was a bad song though. It was because it took up my entire drive to work because <laughs> it's, no, nine, I mean, it's yeah. nine minutes long. I mean, it, it's yep. definitely, it's definitely a long song. Um, I've, Um, ne- I didn't, I've I meant all week or the, all three weeks, whatever you want to say to go back and listen to the Springsteen version of it. I did not get a chance to do that. But what I would say about this song this is this is the notes that I had. Let me just go through the notes and then then this you can react. I put good opening arrangement and good voice blend. Their voices play very, very well together, especially with Eddie doing those back backing vocals. I love the saxophone, which if I remember right from the notes, this is Bruce Springsteen's saxophone player, correct?
2: This okay, so the reason they recorded this song and and and, and brought in uh uh Jared Clemens is because this was kind of their uh, tribute to the big guy from the E street band, Clarence Clemens was their saxophonist. Yes. You know, for forever. And he had passed away prior to them recording this. So they brought in his, you know, his, I think it's his nephew uh, uh, to do it, but, but yeah. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: No, I just was reading through my notes that I uh, that I did, and, and my comment maybe not quite as harsh as Richie's because it was his was right out of the gate, but it made me laugh a little bit. I put the I put um that that the song could just be cut down a little bit. It's just so long. That was yeah. that was my biggest issue with it. I love the I love the um uh direction that it goes. I love the saxophone, the guitar, the voices, all of it. The lyrics are really good, but it's it's just. It just so long <laughs> you know i don't know it's kind of like it's kind of like guns and roses november rain you're just like come on axel just wrap it up you know at a certain point and i put i put a part the about the part about the don't cry now part i put if i were to cry it would be tears of joy because even though i enjoyed the song i needed it to end is what i is what i put <laughs> down in the notes so once again good song liked it just the length was was just a little much for me so
0: so I'll say it, it uh, the song does a great job of kind of playing on your fears of, of losing a loved one. I mean, that's the, the undercurrent of the entire song. I actually did really like the song. I just had to give D some shit for it being so long <laughs> yeah. because I knew Sean, uh, I knew just in general, this entire playlist, especially the early half is very somber. And I mean, this song is pretty much just a kick in the junk right out of the mm-hmm. gate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it, it's, it's a very heavy tone. I think if like, if it was mixed into the middle of the playlist i I don't think it would uh it it would have sparked kind of that that feeling
2: so this brings up an excellent uh uh, time to bring this up is is we've created a youtube channel now and uh uh, what we're going to do is is we'll create a video playlist of these songs that we're talking about because you know it maybe youtube is your source of online music uh there's no official video for this for this song so i put in a performance uh, that that Eddie and 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 Glenn did of this song, which I think is a better representation of the song, honestly.
1: Was it was it uh, is this one? It's probably one of the very few times they played together like this, right? I mean, they, well,
2: Glenn Glenn opens up for Eddie quite a bit when okay. he tours solo, uh, 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 so so you know they played this song more than you think, and 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 the biggest, like I said, the biggest reason they recorded this was as a tribute to you know the, the big guy, but uh, 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 it's it's just so. It's just so good. Uh, uh, I, now I've realized why you're laughing, uh, but it, it's a uh, it, it's a better representation of this song. But I I just fucking love this song. And and the don't cry now part. Like I get it that maybe that's not for everybody, but Jesus Christ, it's so good. Like well, like ba- you said, Sean, their the, voices blend together. The so back
1: and funny. forth, how Eddie's singing the don't cry now and he's singing the other lyrics. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. I was re- I was reading something about it. Uh, earlier today, because I knew this was one going to be one of those songs that that you had trouble with because of the length, uh, and and it's been you know we've talked about on the show that like okay I get it let's you know <laughs> let's
0: move on yeah uh, but
1: it's not in the it's not in like fake plastic trees level though so when
2: it comes to that <laughs> so <It's> a,
0: <laughs> I, I do think we have to make the obligatory uh, Bohemian Rhapsody reference of if eight and a half minutes is an eternity I, I feel for Amanda song length oh come on really
1: i don't get it yeah i really don't
0: okay
2: (laughs) 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 but it's just and, and just like a lot of bruce springsteen songs it's just a fucking really well written letter you know like the like he he is bruce springsteen you know he's not all, if, all of ours cup of tea. Like it, I, I really didn't get into him so much except for the, like maybe the last eight, 10 years. Uh, but you, I've grown to appreciate him way more. Uh, it also brings up and we can close out on the song with this, that, uh, uh, you know, he had that commercial in the Super Bowl, and then it, then he got released this week that he got charged with the DWI and, uh, so we were talking about this at work. You're talking to Bruce they,
1: Springsteen again, not? Yes, yeah. yeah nice. Going back to
2: Bruce yeah. Springsteen. Yeah. we'll we'll get off all yeah. of the rest of that song. By the way. Uh, so he came up at work. You know, somebody got a notification on their phone that he got charged with a DWI back from November, and uh, uh, and uh, that was my dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, neither one of us have a dog, so it had to be. But anyhow, so so Darius, you know, an original member of Team Fire is uh, uh <laughs> Team so so the, the, the another guy i work with came up and said oh shit did you see bruce springsteen just got you know charged with the DWI and uh i was like oh god no and uh and Darius is like who's Bruce Springsteen I'm like are you fucking kidding me you don't know who <laughs> Bruce Springsteen is?
1: Oh and my gosh like, no. are you serious? Yeah and he, he was like, no and wow. Joe
2: is Joe who is his same age is just like you don't know who Bruce Springsteen is and uh he's like no who is he? And Joe just, you know, he's a baseball player. He's like, man, you know I don't like fucking baseball. <laughs> just like, zero idea. Zero idea who this is. I'm just and I'm sitting there just like, what the fuck is going on?
0: To, to like, be fair, D, in, in his world, you're the boss.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Goddamn I see, right. I, I see mean. what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I did have one one quick note from like the first couple listens through before I really kind of started paying attention to the words, I really thought that he was poorly propositioning a lady when it, when he does the poor part where I want to buy you some shoes and, and I forget how he says hook up. I thought like, that was a strange, Jesus. I
1: thought that was a strange line too. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just that, that was, you know, and, and that obviously wasn't these guys that wrote that, but um that was, that was Bruce Springsteen, but I think, I, I just, I think yeah, that was a strange line. I think
2: was. Mm-hmm. I think what his point was, like I would drive all night just to buy you yep. a pair of shoes. Like I would do anything for you. Yes. And and you know, and and women like shoes and handbags and shit like that. So
0: yeah. well, I like, actually I think it's more that now that she's gone and I, I presume that she's dead in the in the song. That she she's dead is, is the way I that what I took the song meaning to be mm-hmm. is that she's passed on and he's he's focusing on even the smallest little thing that's almost meaningless he would still, he would give anything to be able to do once again.
2: I, I, the death thing maybe is a little extreme. Well, I don't
1: know though. I, I kind of went that same route too. As as Richie, because of the line tonight, there's fallen angels and they're waiting for us down in the street. Let, let them go, let them go, let them go do their dances of the dead. But then the song comes back around and it makes it seem as if she is alive and just not with him anymore. So that, that line kind of throws the song into a world of obscurity, I would say. See, and,
2: and I think that's more poetic license when he, does that i think that's more of a you know the this love is dead and gone like i don't think it's last yeah. kiss yeah you know like that well, sort that of song's thing. more in
1: uh, your face though i mean you know what that song you know this this one's just a little bit left up to yeah, yeah. Like, well, well that's what i'm saying it,
2: yeah. i mean i mean the analogies there and and the uh uh you know like if you're taking it for you know face value i think you could you can make that and, and and again i've been listening to the song you know for eight years mm-hmm. you know like this was one of the first vinyl records that I bought on my own because it was cheaper to buy it on vinyl than than on CD off of Amazon. And honestly, like the wow. CD single was cheaper, or, or was more expensive, or the MP3 was more expensive than the uh, the vinyl at the time.
0: Wow! Well, it like, takes so much so much bandwidth to record all those bytes for a song. <laughs> it's so long. <laughs> See what
2: you did there. Again? <laughs> and, and and what's funny? Uh, uh, some inside baseball here is, uh, when, when, uh, Sean originally, you know, was like, I just can't, I, I don't, I didn't have enough time to do it. It was basically the song that fucked everything up. I think the song and, and, and the last song, probably not the last song, the, uh, the start of side B.
1: Oh no, I hadn't gotten that far yet. So no, yeah, it was yeah. this song. It was totally, it was song. this song. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So, so we talked about the grades. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I it's funny you know we had this this uh you know conversation early today when we decided you guys were going to do grades or whatever i'm going to say richie is going to give it a c plus
0: that high uh huh
2: that high well see now i'm going i'm going to sean and i'm going to give it a d sean's going to give it a d oh shit i should have done this richie you're going to give it a d for droning on and sean you're going to give it a d because you know d's
0: musical tastes and all all that great.
1: Actually I gave it a C. See.
0: C. Okay. I,
1: I went a little higher so, than that.
0: I, I actually had it an A minus. I actually liked oh. the song. I actually I, I liked the song the whole time. I, I got through the playlist just fine. Um <laughs> he's retired. Uh,
2: all right, good. Good. That sets a tone for the rest of the, the rest of the show. So so uh uh so moving on is uh Fiona Apple every single night. The first track on her album, uh, "The Idler Wheel," like there's a long ass thing, and we don't have the time to do it because then it would turn into a, a drive all night sort of situation. But I love this fucking song, and I love this fucking album.
1: Yeah, I I actually liked this song a lot. Um, this I oh. I the more I the more I listened to it, the more I liked it. Um, my my listen to this morning when I was reading along with the lyrics solidified that I really do like this song. Um, I love the sound for it. Uh, with the lullaby type sound considering it's about her having you know trouble sleeping and um, i can relate to this song quite a bit because yep. with the pandemic and everything that's gone on with uh, my job working in news and all of that stuff i mean it's been it's been a very professionally stressful year for me you know in the last in the last 10 or 11 months and i would say that i've had a lot of problems with sleeping and insomnia and stuff like that and um so i totally related to this song maybe not every bit of why she was having trouble sleeping of course but um but i just i appreciated i appreciated this song a lot
0: and i i just felt that like the song is all about somebody that's just always in their head and trying to deal with like quieting their mind down and i and I, I think everyone gets like that sometimes but mm-hmm. i can definitely see why I, this year's i think tough for most people to mm-hmm. to be able to bring it down
2: this wasn't my first fiona apple choice i mean we had talked about fiona apple a couple episodes ago and sean you said you'd like you'd you want to be you know hear more from her because yeah. you're not that familiar with her later stuff right uh this wasn't the first choice that i had uh, but then as the playlist evolved i was like god damn it i kind of got to go back to this because because this song i relate to so fucking much and, and in hindsight this should have maybe been what led off this playlist because it let off that, that, that album and it really grabs you and sucks you in. And, uh, uh, and, and I've been told this week that that's maybe a good sign of a, uh, of a playlist. Uh, but I started with the Eddie Vedder, you know, yep. cameo. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, this song spoke to me so much because when it came out, I was, I was in one of those situations where I was just like, I can't fucking sleep. Cause every time I lay down, and turn the lights out and no noise. Like my, I can't shut my fucking head off. Mm-hmm. And 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 there's the line in the song, uh, uh, the that uh, these ideas of mine percolate the mind, trickle down the spine, swarm the belly, swelling to a blaze. That's where the pain comes in, like a second skeleton. Like like yep. that to me was just like oh fuck.
1: I mean, I'm not going to say this is the number one reason, but this type of, of a situation where you can't sleep because you're, you're so stressed out and you've got so much anxiety and, you know, just all of that stuff, how life can overwhelm you at times. This is why drug use happens. I mean, it's absolutely because it's a way to make you go to sleep and make you uh, make you settle down and, and all of that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, I, it, I can totally I can totally understand why people turn to stuff like that to be able to shut their brains off or at least make their brains think differently.
0: Yep, definitely. I can't. Uh, I'm I'm in no place to argue with that. <laughs> I, I do want to touch on just the overall melody of the song. I felt it had a very kind of like old timey music, or what it really reminded me of was like Pinocchio or Peter Pan, those old Disney cartoons. Like that's the the kind of undercurrent of the song throughout. And then she's coming in over the top, just crushing it with a very wide mm-hmm. range of mm-hmm. of her voice. It, her,
2: she put an album out last year. Uh, I get the bolt cutters, and uh, it's very similar to this one. It's the first one that's happened since this one. Uh, like this, she went so simplistic in this album, and I've got the full title here. Up, it's the Id- idler wheel is wiser than the driver of the screws, and whipping cords will serve you more than ropes will ever do. And when this when this came out. I was just blown away by this entire CD, like, like, well, CD, I think I actually bought this on Apple. Uh, but, uh, 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 and if you want to, you know, you can listen to us on Apple podcasts also, but it's, a, uh, uh, but, but this entire album is just so simplistic, but so, so fucking emotional and so good. And so deep. And this song kicks it off and just goes right into it. Like, yeah. We're going to get real here. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's a, it's a very raw song. Like it just, it cuts. I I love the line, what I am is what I am because I does what I does. Like it just, like she, <laughs> there's almost a nonsensical feel to the song. But when you take a step back and you actually take it as a whole, it makes perfect sense and you can follow along.
2: What I say to her, what does she think of me? That's not what I ought to be. That's, I that I'm not, what I try not to be, it's got to be everybody else's fault. Like, just like there's so many things, like, she fucking nails that.
1: I don't like that kind of talk. Your mom's back. <laughs>
2: I frigging, is she frigging nails? How's that, Ma? Uh, <laughs> uh, just all those points. And it's just, and, and, and the line, I just want to feel everything, you know, that. I don't think that's what she means, but it's like, she's she's afraid of not feeling anything. So the opposite of that is feeling everything.
1: So what do you, what what would you, um, what would you think on a, on a rating scale?
2: Was that an important call, Sean? No. (laughs) Uh, See, I, I thought you were going to have problems with this song, honestly, Sean. Okay. Uh, but, but hearing you, uh, uh, you know, give you your opinion. You know, like a, I'm going to say, both of you, a solid A.
0: Richie, I, I had I had this one at an A minus also. Yeah. Um, I, I I really liked it. It's it's going to take a lot to give me an A or an A plus.
1: So I get I guess um I, I judged a little harsher than Richie not not because I didn't like this song a lot I I judged it on the only reason I brought it down a little bit under where Richie's at is because of you know what what is it a song that I would listen to a lot you know over and over and over again so I, I gave it a B plus because it's not it's not a song I'd necessarily want to hear in my regular rotation of of songs to listen to but yet I liked it a lot. And,
0: and Sean, that, none of these songs are songs you should listen to a lot. <laughs>
1: but, like, I mean, that's
0: you would need lots of it, Prozac.
1: That's part of the judging, but yeah.
2: I would, if I had my pill bottle here, I'd show you to you, but uh, <laughs> uh, that's maybe Gosh. why I could handle these songs. Oh, but, no, uh, no. but all of these songs are have been heavy in my rotation, uh, forever. And, 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 uh, and that's a great segue, Richie. Into Oh, shit. <laughs> now, see, this song gets starts low and ends up like triumphant, I think. Uh, but, but we've talked about this band several times in the show without, without a, a, talking about a song by there specifically, but this is a, a, a little bit of everything by Dawes. Uh, so it, it's, everybody knows we, I took uh, my niece to go see Hosier and Dawes opened up for them. And, uh, and this was a song that stood out for me. I, like I bought it on iTunes instantly at that concert. And the next week, I went to go see uh, Langhorne Slim, who opened was opening up for Dawes at the uh, at the pageant, and uh, I was going to see Langhorne Slim, not Dawes. And uh, and by the way, he put out an album this week called Strawberry Mansions. It's fucking outstanding. And we there's going to be a couple of songs that that'll pop up, you know, if this thing goes further. But anyhow, and and uh, and Dawes in a club setting versus you know the goddamn amphitheater in Chicago, like this song was even more powerful. Like, but it's a kick in the ass. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I basically, one of my notes was thank God for that third verse. Cause it, ooh, ooh, I, yeah, I love the song, but Jesus dark.
1: It was very dark. Um, I, when go, going away from the lyrics for just a second, one thing I liked about it is it had a very country sound to it, like older country sound. I mean, it didn't, you know, maybe even folk just a little bit, um, song obviously about how to cope with hard times in life and man, they, they, they do go hard times with it. There's no doubt about it, but I will yeah. say, I will say, and, and I don't want to be too much of a spoiler for the rest of the, um, the rest of the podcast, but I, in my opinion, this was the most well-written song of all of them yeah the entire the entire
0: playlist totally agree with you that's that's where i came out with this one too it i mean i I think aside from the first verse i I think the theme of the song is very much just kind of what keeps you going Mm -hmm. like and and you know it's a little bit of everything uh it's not one or two things it's um just just trying to Uh, keep the wheels churning Um, because that without the first verse the second verse wouldn't be nearly that sad i mean it's it's a little sad but Mm -hmm.
2: and that's what it is it it builds up i mean the very first line of the song with his back against the san francisco traffic on the bridges side that faces towards the jail setting out to join a demographic he hoists his first leg up over the rail like yeah that is uh, I don't know how to write a prettier picture of that situation and pretty might, might be a little strong, but I think I, I Richie, you agreed. I, I mean, it was just, you know, he's not he's saying, Oh, this motherfucker's jumping off the golden gate bridge. He's like, mm-hmm. he's trying to give you the story yeah. that's going on.
1: Is it, so. is it possible that the person in the first verse is the uh, son of the person in the second verse?
2: And that's, and that's perfect. And, and, uh, mm the the way that 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 aligns you know and, and like I said it builds from this this guy who's getting ready to jump off the uh the golden Gate bridge uh you know it's a little bit of everything it's a mountain it's a fog it's the news at six o'clock which I can fucking relate to so much the death of my first dog like god damn it like I'm getting goosebumps just fucking reading those lyrics and like what you were talking about, Sean, is like there's an older man heading towards the buffet line, and the waitress, you know, asks him what he wants, and he's just like, "I want a little bit of everything—the biscuit and and the beans, whatever helps me to forget about the things that brought me to the knees. you know, like that sort of shit. God damn, I love music. <laughs> but,
1: yeah, I don't. The third, the only thing that makes me think that they don't necessarily relate is the third verse. Wouldn't uh, wouldn't relate to it particularly well, but that doesn't mean anything really
0: unless she was the waitress i mean you could you well, could that's, do that that's kind fair.
1: of that's fair yeah, yeah. I, I, I,
0: did, I didn't watch the, third... i didn't
1: watch the video for this is there's the video you you said out of all of the videos that this wasn't necessarily one you had to watch did, would it have told us a story about it at all DJ? no
2: no and, and and i meant that because i wanted to grab the one off of uh, uh Dawes's thing and it's just a you know just the cd cover okay and the, right. yeah right. like i wanted to i didn't want to pluck somebody else's thing. I wanted to give credit to Dawes and give a view to Dawes. Sure. Uh the 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 third verse is there's a pretty girl filling out uh, invitations to a wedding she has scheduled for the fall. And uh the line that always uh uh resonated with me in that, that that I think love is so much easier than you realize if you can give yourself to something that you should. Uh and then it goes into that that blast part that just you know is you know a little bit more upbeat uh, uh yeah it's uh, the other the next line that always fucking stuck with me is is uh it, it all these psychics and their doctors they're all right and they're all wrong it's like trying to make out every word when they should just simply hum along like yep. just just so good
1: yeah all right what's your guess
0: Oh, I actually i oh. did want to point oh, out with the that. uh the the lady getting married i really hope that her fiance has learned his lesson to keep his damn mouth shut and not ask stupid questions <laughs> <laughs> spoken, a like, bit of
1: spoken like a, a little bit richie. of everything that's every
2: a- little night every yeah, every that's, single night
1: that's such a richie
2: comment <laughs> <laughs> all right does well. she listen to the show now that you're on No, God, no. (laughs) You
0: can't even be bothered to do that. Yeah, Yeah, she's not one of the downloads you were talking about, Sean.
1: I didn't expect so. All right, what's your grades, D? I
2: I think Richie's an A.
0: And from your discussion, I think you're an A, too.
1: I am an A. I'm a straight up A. Yep.
0: I, I gave this one a plus. This was, this was my favorite song on the, on the, yeah on the track. It's a great fucking list. song. And and it's sad how often I'd listen to this song.
2: Uh, but, but yeah, no, it's like, I just, I remember sitting there in Chicago being blown away by it after the rainstorm standing in the mud at the field, uh, uh, you know, there, in an Olympic park or whatever the fuck it's called Olympia park uh, with, with, with her, uh, like, it just fucking blew my mind. Like, like just like holy shit but uh yeah no and, and neither one of you had heard this song before right? oh no no
1: yeah i had heard none of these songs just so you know
0: yeah
2: richie same
0: I heard, yeah heard none yeah
2: uh so so that leads us into the last song aside a uh, uh, painted shield it's 10 years from now now painted shield is stone gossard's new side project and it's got Mason Jennings, uh, uh, Stone Gossard, like basically wrote a lot a lot of the music to this and uh, Mason Jennings, like added lyrics and, and, you know, some touches to it. Uh, and I, I love this band. I love this song. Uh, Meg actually helped me. Uh, hey, Meg, uh, actually helped me pick the song off of this album for, for this, uh, for this playlist. So, yeah, I think it's a great song.
1: Um, I, I didn't like it all that much to be, to be quite honest and no, no offense to Meg or you when it comes to putting this playlist together. I, I liked the beginning of it. It had kind of a, kind of a trippy beetle sound to it, which I, which I thought was really, really interesting. But as the, but as the song went on, it didn't, it didn't keep me, you know, it, it just didn't, uh, I, it also had a little bit of a Stone Temple Pilots sound to it at a certain point. Oh, at a certain point, too, I think it was the part, and I can't think of what STP song I'm thinking of. But when he's doing the time can do magic, 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 there's an STP song that's sort of like that.
2: I think you might be thinking more of like the Scott Weiland solo stuff, Maybe uh, I which isn't, which which is cool because like a lot of things that I read about this song was comparing it to Beatles and Bowie, you know, mm-hmm. like later Beatles and a David Bowie sort of sound. Uh, I. I thought, Sean, you would like this a lot more because of the way that it, you know, is is structured like three different songs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that's what I weird. I know. Weirdly enough, this is me going against what I usually say, but I, I think that's what I didn't like about it. I liked it at the beginning and then it just kind of lost me a little bit along the way. It was it was honestly my least favorite song of the entire yeah. playlist, which I know that's kind of if you thought I was going to like it, that probably kind of shocks you a little bit. But I just I just didn't dig it all that much.
2: This was one of the songs that I thought you would struggle with, Sean. Uh, uh I I, I uh, and so the band might not be your cup of tea either. Uh but god, that it surprises me that that this was your least favorite song on the or on the
0: playlist. I, I'm right there with Sean. Uh like blow for blow, I had the exact same notes that it I, I thought it had a very Beatle sound. And and I and I had it's my least favorite song on the list. I will say that while it does have the changes in tempo in the song, the, like the three different sections, I don't feel like they were that distinct. And I think that's probably why Sean doesn't uh, it doesn't appeal to Sean the way a song like that normally would. Because I just yeah, it changes, but it's not it's not that uh, overt of a change that really makes you feel like it's a different song.
1: So sidebar, right. yep. sidebar on something that that, um, that also made me mad. It wasn't about this song, but it was about when I was listening to this song. Amanda and I were going over the playlist earlier and, um, she's, and I said, well, this is the only song I didn't, I didn't really like all that much, you know, and I, and I played it for her and she goes, she goes, that sounds like the Beatles. And she goes, see, it backs up the point that the Beatles aren't good. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I walked right into it. I just walked right into it. I just, yeah, it made me mad and there was nothing I could do about it. I was trapped.
0: You're right. A bad Beatles song's not that good. <laughs> On that
1: note, on wait, that so high Lee, high of a note, to inside a wait, wait, go ahead,
0: least favorite. It's still a listenable song. Hmm. Like it's not a it's not Mastakila or some real flaming piece of trash. I mean, I, I had it graded at like a C minus ish.
2: <laughs> oh my god, I want to reach you to the screen and you right <laughs> but, but Yeah, I, it,
0: it, it, it just it, amongst these other songs, it just it wasn't uh, up there. I hate you both.
2: I loved, I loved ending side A with it too because it was it, it just kind of brought a little levity to it. That's and that was my yeah. thank uh, I'm uh, starting to understand
1: but, why Homer doesn't like you on the show, Richie. <laughs> 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 I, I,
2: I love this song. This album is great. Uh, I, I can't imagine either one of you ever spent a second listening to to it, but uh, 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 anybody out there listening painted shield if you're a pearl jam fan and stone Gossard, which is another Pearl Jam connection uh you know seek this out it's so fucking good and and meg tell the these these two can fuck off you know right and they're right. wow wow
1: anyway on that note as the sean and d's good tape uh, show is going to implode because of this episode let's take a break and come back after dennis takes like three p's before we uh start the show again we'll be back in just a second Thanks as always for listening to Sean and Dee's Good Tape. While we take a quick break, I want to tell you about another podcast that you should check out. If you're interested in learning more about weather and particularly weather in Central Illinois, download the Shoot in the Breeze podcast hosted by the CI Proud Podcast Network. WMBD Chief Meteorologist Chris Yates is joined by fellow meteorologists Molly Naslin and Adam Sherwinski, breaking down how they predict the weather. This week's episode is titled "Do You Want to Build a Weather Forecast?" They teach how they predict the weather and put together their daily. Presentations that you see on television every morning and night. Download the Shooting the Breeze podcast on your favorite podcast app or visit ciproud.com. And I don't know about you, but I really like the local podcasts like Sean and D's Good Tape and Shooting the Breeze because it gives a nice local touch when you listen to podcasts on the CI Proud podcast network. All right, welcome back to Side B of Sean and D's Good Tape with Richie again this week. And um, it's time for our weekly trivia that we do maybe every few weeks, but we'll actually do it two weeks in a row this time. So what do you got, D?
2: Well, I'm not sure that any of us are would know this, uh, but I'm kind of curious. Like Sean, you you might as well just check out, but Richie, which group had a hit with the song Deeply Dippy?
0: Deeply was it, Dippy?
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly how it sounds. Uh, was it Blind Melon? Was it Idle wild was it Shaq S H A C K not Shaquille O'Neal and that shitty rap album that you probably had in your car. No. Uh, uh, or was it right? Said Fred.
1: Mm. I don't think it was blind melon. I'm going to say that. That's not blind melon.
0: Yeah. I, I, and I, I don't think it was right. Said Fred. So I'm going to go with Idlewild.
2: It was right. Said Fred. What
0: They had a <laughs> song, other than
2: I'm too sexy. Apparently that was that was they had two songs yeah right side fred that was a huh. that was a
0: dumb trivia question. I think that question very loosely used the word hit <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes, fair enough
1: well maybe That's it was a hit in other places besides uh exactly. besides where we, we were we at. discussed that <laughs> yeah. you guys
2: were stuck in central illinois where you know you had three radio stations yeah three yeah. or four radio stations if we count w uh, fmb
0: and, and to be fair that could have been the follow-up to i'm too sexy so it got airplay like yeah. initially just to oh hey it's the new right said fred song oh
2: speaking of jim the photographer uh, that sort of thing that jim makes Parker. me think of the uh uh do you remember uh, uh ram jams greatest hits oh, oh Bla- black betty, black betty. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there are other hit songs oh black betty <laughs> <laughs> But you remember Josh and, and, Br- and do you remember this classic program jam <laughs> oh Black Friday. But you
1: but but you remember, wasn't it Josh and Brandon that used to call uh call the radio station in Jacksonville and request that song all the time
2: absolutely <laughs> I think so yeah uh, yeah but, but that's, that that just makes me think of that when right said Fred yeah of course one head wonders
1: <laughs> play rooster um anyway <laughs> so starting off starting off side B go ahead d you take it away uh,
2: yeah so so th- this is the third playlist that I've made like this and this is the third modest Mouth song that we're including. Uh this is m- probably my favorite is trailer trash. This is your
1: favorite of those three songs?
2: Yeah, I think so. Really? And also, let's discuss this. We'll discuss this a- as we go along. Uh but uh, uh it, it's just so powerful. Like this was one of those first ones that like I just like holy these guys are good like he's telling a story and it doesn't necessarily sound like he's trying but it's so fucking impactful if you you sit and listen to it
1: interesting i i liked the song my my biggest problem with this song, unlike other Modest Mouse songs that we've had on the playlist, is it was not melodic at all. They're, they usually have a have a decent melody to their songs that are that's catchy. This song is not catchy in any way. And this just was way not
2: melodic for a reason. And, and Richie, go ahead.
0: Well, I mean, I felt like it was melodic in parts, but then it goes away. It's not like usually mm-hmm. a Modest Mouth song; it's going to carry you through the entire song. This one, it just like that middle part. There's just no melody in it, mm-hmm. and then it kind of comes back there at the end. I thought awesome talking about the wrong song <laughs> but the, the
2: in the middle part it, it, go ahead like like uh what do you mean by that
1: well i mean this song's basically this song's basically the same song twice and then a lot of music to take it out i mean yeah. it, that's that's really if if i yeah it's not uh it, it really isn't uh, a diverse song in in that way
0: and, and I felt like the song just kind of it rambles a bit. And I, I really like Modest Mouse. I know you guys did Float On. Did you also do Ocean Breathe Salty? No, What was the other.
2: I don't think we did either one of those songs. <laughs> yeah. I think. Which, what did we I, I? I think the two songs we did uh, were. Uh, uh, oh God, damn it. Now I'm blanking
1: on. I'll look them, I'll look them up.
2: Okay. Uh, the, the two songs were way better. We did
1: Spitting Venom, which was a really awesome Spitting so, Venom, yeah,
2: yeah. And, and 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 it was off that same album. God damn it! Why can't I think of it? Again? I I could have swore you did Float On. No, Float On is We did
1: Spitting bad. Venom and missed the boat.
2: Missed the boat. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, Float <laughs> On is the one single that most people would
0: recognize. have heard, and that's yeah. I, that's why I thought you I thought you'd done that one. Have you? Now I assume you've heard Ocean Breeze Salty because that's my favorite Modest Mouse song.
2: Oh. Yeah, no, I've I've dug deep into Modest Mind in the last uh, two and a half years. Uh, This song, this song, I just, I love the way it's structured. It's, it's, and it's even kind of played in the same way. Like it's basically, you know, like probably a 19 year old kid uh, uh, writing a song about his life you know, like e- eating snowflakes with plastic forks and a paper plate, of course, like instead of just eating it out of the package, uh, uh, living trailers with no class, goddamn, I hope I can't pass high school, but it means nothing. You know, like this is a guy who's given up on, on life. And, and, and the way the song to me is structured is, is along those same lines. Like it's not trying to be impressive on purpose. Uh, the the thing that blows me away about this song you know and i shout that you're all fakes and i should have seen the look on your face like that sort of thing like this is such a person that's stuck in their fucking high school mentality you know whether junior senior year whether you know whether it's a dropout or not like he can't get past the fact that that like he lived on the other side of the tracks that sort of shit but the the killer thing for me on this is the the way it leads into the two different guitar solos and and the bass at the end. Like, Holy fuck. Like I I could listen to that forever.
1: Hmm. No, that's, that's interesting. I I'm, I'm really, really surprised and not, I think, I think lyrically it's written very well. My, my issue with it is actually the music throughout it. Um, the notes that I had was the not melodic at all. I did love the, the part where they uh, where he, and I shout you're all fakes. And then you can hear in the background, he goes, "Fakes." I thought that was, I thought that was, that was good. But I, I just didn't, I didn't see the, what, you know, they, they write the, the verse that's here and then they repeat the verse, like I said, and then that's pretty much the song, you know, it just, it, it didn't feel like it, it flowed well. That was, that was my issue with it. Not the meaning or anything like that, because I think, it's but I think meaning. that was
2: intentional yeah. with this song. Like, 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 I, I, I think the way the song was supposed to be heard was mm-hmm. like this is some, you know, dude sitting in a shitty garage, you know, like like here's my ticket out of here. Like out of, of the shitty trailer trash life you know, uh uh but I, I that's what I took from the song and, yeah. and I've loved it ever since. And and the guitar solo at the end and the bass at the end that that's so reminiscent of you know, flea and, and soul to squeeze, you know, like the do do do, and that oh yeah, damn it's huh. so good. Huh. Like this, just I'm getting goosebumps fucking talking about the goddamn <laughs> guitar solo. Yeah, and that song.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I liked it. I didn't love it. it. Is kind of where I'm at. But you you said it was your favorite of the three we've had on. It's my least favorite of the three that we've had on. And I really liked the other two songs a lot. So oh you know, sure that, that no, that they're, and they're
2: great fucking songs. Yeah. But 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 I just think structurally the way this song is presented and written. uh, uh, is, is amazing. Like, I I don't think people, I, I, I don't think at your first couple of listens, you realize that all of this is intentional.
1: Yeah. I think it's funny. This episode is, um, is really interesting to me because it shows that while we all kind of like the same kind of music, we don't hear things exactly the same, which is, uh, this has probably been our most, um, disagreeable show but in not a not a bad way i i just think it's it's been really interesting to go through this playlist so far and i thought it would be like this going into it you know because of how passionate you get about music and and i and i enjoy your explanations about why you're so passionate about the songs
2: and and no and and, and that was part of the reason why i was you guys were fighting against this playlist so i was like just fucking listen to the songs and and uh you know let's talk no not you richie <laughs> uh well but my point is is yeah these are songs that if we were riding around you know in benny at some point i would have played these songs and you you know it, you would have had your opinions then too mm-hmm. and we had the same discussion in that car drinking right. mountain dew uh sean and i smoking cigarettes Richie singing out of tune in the back seat. Rich, Richie minute.
1: dying of secondhand smoke. I mean, whatever.
2: Well yeah, <laughs> oh, fuck, he's gotta die of something. You know? <laughs> Come on. No, no doubt. No. But it but but yeah, no, this this song actually means a lot to me. Just just yeah, it's it, it's huge. It's it's a. it was one of my first introductions to modest mouse, uh, aside from float on, uh and and once you know over several lessons just realizing that all of it was on purpose just like holy shit these guys are brilliant this guy is brilliant like like it's it's to me it's 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 damn near perfect
0: so what grade do you think we gave it
2: i'm gonna say both of you said uh a C. i see
0: i had it a b plus i i, I oh. really like modest mouse this isn't my favorite modest mouse but it's still a good song.
1: I gave it a C. You were right. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't. I just didn't love it, and and it really had nothing to do with the mm-hmm. lyrics or how how it was written. Like I said, it was all about the flow of the song and the and the uh, just and and maybe it was done on purpose. It just didn't catch me, you know. With that, you know, it didn't make me like it because they did it on purpose the way that they did it necessarily. Well, no,
2: no, and and, and given your situation, I can understand where you know just the first few listens or whatever. But go back and listen to that fucking and guitar solo, mm-hmm. like. You know, I've talked about guitar solos that can make bring a tear to my eye, mm-hmm. and this with the bass at the end, just un fucking
1: believable. Oh, speaking of guitar solos, by the way, sidebar for just a second: Did you uh, did you see um uh, Eddie Van Halen's son Wolfgang on Jimmy Kimmel the other night?
2: Yes, I did. I've also uh, pre-ordered the uh, the vinyl pre-ordered the cd <laughs> yeah 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 no yeah. that song is amazing he did a and, good
1: job the other night for especially being the first time that he's performed live like that you know that's un- a unlike stage.
2: national television yeah absolutely that's a
1: pretty big that's a pretty big stage to do it on so
2: oh my gosh oh my gosh yeah. that kid he's got something
1: I didn't know until they released the playlist, you know, or what the the album list that the songs are going to be from the album that he is, that that song was not originally on the album. They just put it on there. The the song Distance that he wrote about his dad and everything that that wasn't originally going to be on that album, which makes it even more interesting that it's the first song that came out, you know, and everything. So, yeah.
2: And forgive me, Richie. uh, uh, I drink while we do these podcasts. But have you listened to that Distance song?
0: I have not yet. I, I will have to check that one out. Yeah. Uh, well, that's interesting because it was on one of our playlists. That we talked about it
2: <laughs> he listened the to
1: podcast the podcast
0: that you're now a part of, but
1: I didn't listen to the playca-
0: playlists on the weeks I wasn't on. <laughs> that's great.
1: I don't think there's probably a lot of people that and actually I shout listen that to you're all playlists.
0: fakes. Yeah. <laughs> It, it really it was after uh, after the whole f- uh, fl- fake plastic trees debacle. I'm like, yeah, I'm just not going to listen to any of these songs. <laughs> we're Try to we're, we're just trying to
1: me. offend all of our uh, people that because <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it Jen from France
2: that picked that song?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, that no, that was D. That was all D.
2: No, I, we had, we had a suggestion from Jesse. Uh, 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 it said, "I want to hear Radiohead," and I was like, "Fake plastic tree." How could I go wrong with that? And and apparently that's how uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right next song d
2: go for it uh, yeah laughter laughter is a nice touch to lead into this next song it's a uh, uh, strange strange religion by mark lanagan uh, 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 this is the former lead singer of screaming trees uh he had a part in mad season uh, spoiler alert and uh uh this song I noticed the song in, in Anthony Bourdain's final episode, and and was just blown away. Like, yeah, you want to talk about tears, the,
1: tears? Well, the the video that you sent that I watched right before we got on the podcast, I was like, wow, that that changes the whole complexion of the song a little bit. It actually made me change my grade of the song a little bit after I watched the video. So,
2: and and yeah. and, and I, I was hoping that it would because mm-hmm. it's if you listen to it, it could be. Like, a, uh, you know, like I could get you can dismiss it pretty easily without having any subtext to it. Uh, but God,
1: but what an all star cast of people playing on this song, though, or on this album, I should say. I don't know how many of them were on this song, but from oh,
2: no. the- it, this song, yeah, it, it's this song. It uh, backup backing vocals is Duff McKagan and Izzy Stradlin from Guns and Roses. You know, like yeah. Well, it's got yeah. three
1: members of Queens of the Stone Age also on the song, you know. Which, I, yeah, it's just a. Uh, and then his ex-wife. I don't know who his ex-wife is. I don't know if she's somebody that's a a big singer that I'd never heard of. But it says also appearing as his ex-wife. I thought that was just kind of a random note, but she oh, probably. I, I think
2: that I think that's that's the album itself. I, okay. I, I think this this song has has Duff and Izzy on it, uh, and, and maybe a couple of, like that Greg Doley, mm-hmm. which I believe is the only other guy that. Uh, offered anything on on dave Grohl's, you know the original food fighters okay yeah but uh
1: all comes back to the fighters
2: richie you you were a fan of anthony bourdain so you i think you you were familiar with this right
0: oh not not me i I have not no
2: oh i thought when we talked about this the playlist a couple weeks ago you were like i remember the anthony bourdain thing
0: no you said that you said you remember the anthony bourdain thing was me um no i i thought the uh like just the the raspy voice is just so good in this song Mm -hmm. um i wish i had seen the video i hadn't i didn't get a chance to watch it so i'm i'm wondering how that would have changed my like where, where my overall thoughts on the song so, cause you know, Sean said it changed his quite a bit.
1: Well, my, my thing with this song is very much like the modest mouse song, the issues that I had with, I love the concept of the song and, and yeah. what it means and all of that stuff. It's very well written. Also, once again, not the most melodic song that you've ever heard, but you referenced that a couple of minutes ago, D. Um, just yeah. saying if you heard it, but then, so I I'll go ahead and just say what my grade is on this one. I had it at a B. Um, liked it, thought it was well written and stuff. And I moved it to a B plus after seeing the video, just because it gives it that much more, you know, context and all of that kind of stuff. So it actually is one of my more highly rated songs over the course of the entire playlist.
0: And, and I had it a B minus. I don't know if it would have gone up having watched the video or not.
1: That's interesting. I think that's the first time I've been higher rated than you on a song. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm.
2: I, 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 I Do you remember that all I, that I want song, that screaming tree song? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh it was on it was on QLC and everything, but it, it, I mean it wasn't anything that we were super into, uh, and and that album. But but you know Mark Lannigan is so well thought of in the uh, the grunge community in, 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 in Seattle and, and alternative community, and, uh, and and he has a big role in Mad Season, and 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 solo on his own. Uh, but it's uh. But yeah, no, this song. It's. It's ridiculous.
1: You know, I don't remember hearing a lot, hearing or listening a lot to Screaming Trees ever, no, I, and I don't no. know why. But
2: well, well, it, it, they had the one song on QLCU, that, that "All That I Want," a little bit, little bit, you know, like it's, it's, and and it, it 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 would probably have been. Is it all? You in, mean the,
1: is it all I know? Is that what? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm yeah, sorry. No, that's all okay. Yeah. I'm just curious. I'm gonna play it for just a second. I'm just. You can keep talking. I just want to hear it for a second and see if I no, I kind of want to hear it. it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but it's it's neither one of you. I don't recognize this song. Yeah, I've uh-huh. heard that it, one. It, we'll get to the chorus. It's sort of Meat Puppets ish, where uh, you just don't necessarily recognize it until you hear the chorus. But it's uh they're a great band, like I've gotten into far more than when we were kids. No bells? Maybe.
1: Okay. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, I, it's a great yeah. Song. <laughs> maybe yeah. I should have picked this up. <laughs>
2: <Yeah. It's>, uh, <laughs> but but this song, like like it just with that Anthony Bourdain, you know. Google him, kids. He's an amazing, amazing chef, writer. Uh, uh, and he had these television shows and end up, uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, he took his own life. And this was the final, uh, he, he he went to CNN with his show from the Travel Channel. And this was the final episode, at the, the ending of that, that episode. And, uh, uh they had the people on the episode and, and, you know, some special guests. And it just was like, just unbelievably emotional, like the way it went and, and you know, the different meanings of the song, and especially this week for me uh, like it, it's, it's uh, uh, just so well done. That video, and again, and, and I didn't say that too, to push you to looking at our YouTube channel, but go to it and, and watch us or fucking just Google, you know, uh, uh, Stranger Religion by Park Lightning and pick the CNN one. It's so fucking good. It's super powerful and, and, and yeah. So next song, <laughs> let's bring it up a little bit. Uh,
0: let's bring it up a little bit with the breakup song really really? Well th- it's
2: a breakup song, but it's it's also a breakup song where somebody is telling a story and then realizes he's wrong at the end of it. It's now that you're gone by the rack and tours. Did you watch the video? Either one of you watched the video to this I did yes I liked the video Not yet. Of this. Not yet, I yeah. Holy fuck that video is amazing. Yeah. sorry mom uh, uh, <laughs> but but it, it's such a great goddamn song.
1: You just apologize to your mom and yeah, you followed I, it up by cussing again?
2: <laughs> no, no, I was I was opening the floor to either of you to say something.
0: Yeah. Uh, overall, I, I thought it was just a, a great sound throughout the song. I really, really liked it. Um, and I think it's just a fantastic breakup song. Like, it really it captures the mood of a breakup, I think.
2: My favorite part is it sounds like, like the first part is, like, fuck you, like, you know, what are you, what are you going to do? You know, like all this, the, uh, the middle part is, is, uh, uh, all right. So now we've got to deal with this, what's going on. And then the end is like, what the fuck am I going to do without you? Like, mm-hmm. it's just so fucking perfect. And, and just like, this is a song that could have been on any other playlist and both of you have been like, Holy fuck, this is a great song. I can't believe I hadn't heard this before. Mm -hmm. and this is why i threw this on at the end was like you just have to fucking hear it (laughs) it's so good
1: my my notes on this song were good song good music good guitar great backing vocals love the guitar channels at the end how it's switching i was listening to it on uh on my uh headphones earlier um and it, the guitar channels were switching back and forth as he was playing his little his little uh guitar riffs at the end and that guitar oh. riff is so nasty it's like so raw that's what that's what's so good about it is you've got the rest of the song and it's like that guitar is completely separate and just like Mm. <laughs> you know over the top of it i loved it
2: absolutely and, and that's mm-hmm. in the video uh it's you know it's it's got brendan singing the song and then the, like a little mirror standing behind him and jack white is playing the fucking guitar and just it's so you know going back to trailer trashes it, it you know guitar solo like this is just a fucking meaty mean fucking angry guitar solo but it also has so much blues and dread and, and all that you know, like like loss to it. And, and and it's so amazing to me that you can hear that in a fucking guitar solo. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I want to go back to the third verse really quick because I think I had a slightly different take on it than you did. I felt like the first two verses, he's kind of going through the the different stages of of breakup for himself. And then the third verse, it it changes to her having the issues now that she's gone. That it's the third verse is a little bit more of he's not there to pick up the pieces anymore when she needs it. And now she's off on the loan in her wilderness. That's how I took that that song. The,
1: the video tells that story. Absolutely. Okay. The video tells the story gonna say, that he just said. I was just going to say,
0: yeah. I, I, if, if, mm-hmm. if you watch that video,
2: and Sean is, has always talked about he doesn't want a song a Video to tell him what the song means, uh, but but I think catching that from that without the video that's perfect, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's also could be written from the guy's version, just like the oh, guy. Yeah. It up here's you know,
1: that the guitar, album. here's where he starts playing that guitar, oh, that right there, God that's damn. that nasty guitar, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mother fuck. yeah, 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 is, <laughs> it's it's
0: so good, yeah. Good. <laughs> it, I, so I, I good. took it like that third verse is that. I'm going to have the last laugh that like, screw you. You've, you've made a huge mistake kind of feeling that, that you end up getting out of a breakup, I but, it. but, but it could
2: be from either side, but, but Definitely. I like, but, but it's good. And, and like Sean said, the video kind of coincides with that. It's like, here's this, here's that side. And then here's, you know, the result of it. Richie, watch that video, it's, so I will, funny.
0: I will. <laughs>
2: like the end of it would, uh, but yeah, the, the, way, the, the way they do that video and again, you know, we're on YouTube now, you know, it's Sean and D's good tape, if you have subscribe we'll put these up there and uh, I hate social media <laughs> but YouTube is not social media, it's a way to get music uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's so good the way he's in the mirror playing the goddamn guitar solo, it's so good
1: D hates social media but he uses Instagram all the time
0: He's kind of addicted Yeah
2: It's all pop music though. So no, I can hear you now. (laughs) I gave
1: gave this uh well, when we're on YouTube with our, with our, what are they called? Vodcasts eventually. but Um, So I gave this a B plus. I could probably have given it an A minus. So I will, I'll up the grade and say a minus. I, this was my, my second favorite song, I think throughout the entire thing, I really liked this song a lot. And, uh, yeah, just that, just the guitar riff alone is worth it for this song.
0: I was at A minus on this one too. I, yeah, I just great sound, great
2: sound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spirit Animal Time, the very last one. Yep. Uh, it's uh, uh, so a few years ago, they put out a Sonic Evolution, uh, they did a show at Ben Hall. Sonic Evolution with Mad Season. And it was, you know, a benefit concert, but it featured the S- Seattle Symphony Orchestra. And uh Chris Cornell stepped in for the uh, the late Lane Staley uh on the Mad Season songs. And uh and the one I chose for this one is River to Sea, which is the only well, it's not the only, it was the big Mad Season single that that you guys would recognize. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm super curious to see. To hear what you guys thought
0: about it. I am always a sucker for a good song that blends in the symphony. And that's, I mean, just the the power of the symphony coming through throughout the song is just spot on.
2: And with Chris Cornell's voice too. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh my God.
1: You know, I, I liked it a lot. I went back and listened to the original version of this song with, with Lane Staley and stuff like that. This is a really good version of it and it's big and it sounds awesome. I like the original version a little bit better though.
2: Well, yeah. and, and 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 that's fair. But this song was meant uh, this version of the song was meant to be, you know, just uh, uh, like I I didn't figure either one of you had heard it, this version of the song.
1: Mm-mm. No. No. Nope. Uh,
2: but but just the, the big orchestral mm-hmm. take on it. Like like I knew we all three liked this song and and but it was just like you have to hear the spirit animal here you know, sing the song with Duff and, and, and Barrett and, and Mike McCready, another Pearl Jam connection. Uh you know, just it's just overwhelming to me.
1: Man, what what this song told me though when I was reading through the notes is just how how sad that mid to late nineties Time frame, and then you know Chris Cornell, obviously years later, 20 years later, but just how sad of a time frame that was, because you know a couple of the members, including Lane Staley, died. But they didn't even get to the finish line before Lane Staley died. They ended up potentially going with another lead singer for a while, and and all Mark of that Lennigan. stuff. But but it's just. It just it just so sad that so much stuff got in the way from some of these groups, but you know, putting together some of the music that they could have put together, you know, and just I mean, life in general too. Obviously, we look at them more as musicians than people, but but you know, just life in general.
2: Mike McCready approached this 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 project as as a way, you know, like he was coming over recovering from his own addiction, mm-hmm. and and on Lane struggling. You know, and this was one of the things that he tried to. And I think, I think the drummer and and the uh, uh, the original bassist, uh, I think the original bassist has passed away with Lane. Uh, you know, like like it was just a band of you know, for lack of a better term, junkies. You know, to come together and try to fight it together, and and like let all the dark shit out. You know, like let's put it here, and 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 get our emotions out there. And uh, you know, for better or for worse, this is you know what we got. But this song is so fucking beautiful.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, I gave I gave this song a really high rating. Um, you know, and and uh, thought both versions were were pretty superb.
2: I ended it with this one because you know I knew it would be you know it wouldn't be controversial no. <laughs> as far as opinions go. No, no, uh, it, it's it's. And and I, I appreciate you know I knew it took three weeks to get through this this playlist uh, it's been trying uh, and I didn't mean to make this playlist so emotional uh, it just kind of happened as we talked about but uh, uh, yeah you know you know sometimes shit just doesn't work the way you want it to and and, and the fact that there are there's art out there that can make you realize that you're not alone like that that whole thing that's where i ended up going mm-hmm. with this uh, uh and and so i appreciate you guys you know playing along uh, yeah, with it
1: it was uh, a good playlist i mean all, all the way around it was a good playlist when when we've kind of joked about it and stuff like that it was never that i didn't like any of the songs or anything yeah. it just took a while to absorb them all <laughs> sure no and, and and we
2: talked about yeah. you know in the tv theme episode richie who actually listened to the playlist at that point uh, you know talked about how it was pretty dense you know mm-hmm. it like like it's not necessarily easy to get through mm-hmm. uh, and i understood that and that's why it was funny when, you know we took another week off and did medicine at midnight which yeah. was fun it yeah. was a great fucking record and fun mm-hmm. thing to do but mm-hmm. but yeah no so that that's the thing is it's it's been a trying week for me and and unintentionally you know a lot of these songs uh Hit on that subject. Uh, it's it's a uh, in in more ways than even, even you two guys know. But it's 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 it's. But it's good. And it, the thing is, the music as an art form makes you feel things, makes you feel emotions, like a, like on the elliptical today, watching the YouTube playlist, which is Sean and D's you know, uh, good tape, uh, watching those videos like getting goosebumps and nearly tearing up, you know, on the elliptical today, like it's just like, that's the magic of music. And that's one of the things I love about doing this show and thinking about playlists and and, and picking the order of the songs and, and trying to do all of that. Like, it's just, it's amazing.
0: So I, I think like just this whole playlist can really be summed up by the the demons that we deal with. And and the way that the songs are written, it forces you to even if you're not in a dark place, even if you're not going through something, you're going to have that kind of empathetic look at someone else, because it, it just they're they're so um, evocative. The the like the messages in the songs are so strong and so in your face that you can't help but think through. The person that's actually going through something like this. And I I just, I kept song after song kind of kept having that feeling for me. Well,
1: my thought on this playlist too, when we were talking about how heavy that it got at a certain point, is a lot of these songs, if they were part of another playlist, you know, that wasn't necessarily heavy throughout, I wonder how, how, I wonder if the ratings would change a little bit because, like I said, you're not, you're not completely worn out from some of the other songs on the list, you know, and I'm just, I'm just kind of curious that I may kind of splice these into just regular listening and listen, you know, and see if that changes my my compl- my uh, perception of them. And it's and, funny and,
2: you bring it's funny you bring that up because the last show we did was Medicine at Midnight, and and those songs, you know, if you sprinkle them into a different album, you know, you might have a different opinion, right? Uh, 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 but but yeah, no, it's I, I, I like I like I said, I picked the first few songs, and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to lean into it and, and go from yeah. there and just give you guys thoughts
1: up. Well, for next week, I'm we're not going to promise anything. We'll just figure it out and probably be a regular playlist, but if we want to come up with something a little different and fun, we can we can we can do that too, but we keep promising things and the next week it's totally something different. So, so yeah. we'll just we'll just leave it uh we'll just leave it vague for Sean, next week at this point.
2: Sean, we keep promising things and you make them different.
1: Richie tried 3 times this week to make this different. Oh, he's
2: just fucking with us. <laughs> That's well, all he's I, going well, to do is drive a, drive a wedge between you.
1: And he wants
2: to be Richie's Good Tape featuring Sean and D's. <laughs>
1: what, it, what it cracks me and up. sometimes so every, D. Every time you <laughs> say And sometimes sometimes <laughs> Jerry's son.
2: Every time. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Mom. <more. laughs>
1: every time that you say, you know, like Sean and D.'s Good Tape for, uh, for the YouTube channel, Richie smirks. <laughs> he's up to something. <laughs> he's going to copyright it and then make us not be able to use it or something. <laughs>
0: so so i i do want to throw out real quick d that i have to give you real props on this uh playlist you literally broke amazon's algorithm so all the times that i listen to it on amazon music and all the times that i listen to it you know usually if you you get to the end of a playlist and it's going to go into other songs that oh you know you just listened to this here's something else you might want to hear this playlist it couldn't do it (laughs) (laughs) could not (laughs) one time one time it came back with the fiona the exact same fiona apple song four times it came back with river of deceit and then the only time that it played something different it was a uh the verve song um uh rolling people which i would never heard before it's actually not bad but it literally kept playing songs from the playlist. It couldn't even go off and it's, do something it's, different. It's because
1: Amazon figures that once you get done with this playlist, it, your whole world just goes dark. And that's just it. Yes. That's the end.
0: You're but, probably already dead, so we're not going to waste <laughs> new songs on you.
2: Amazon's just like, okay, well, you're in a rut. So that's fine. You're going to keep rewarding the same shit over and over again. <laughs> I think, you know, it's, it's funny, I have a friend. Who I care deeply about, who's you know, works with Amazon, and just you know, yeah. <laughs> but the <laughs> algorithm—that's awesome that I broke it. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> uh, so, with that in mind, before we close up, Sean. Uh, uh, so we're on Instagram. Sean does the Facebook. Sometimes you can email us at sean and d's good tape at gmail.com. Uh, y- you searched on YouTube, Sean d's Good Tape and you can find where we're going to post uh, well, well, I'm going to post <laughs> the playlist, you know, video versions of them. Uh, you know, if that's the way you can listen to the music, we're on Spotify. You can follow us there. Apple oh. Podcasts. Oh, and
1: and Google, Google, and um, several other ones that I'd never heard of before. The uh, the uh, platform that I use to host the podcast, it's called Transistor. Just it has this new button now called Distribution, and it signed us up to about eight different platforms that I'd never heard of. But I'm like, okay, we'll throw it out there. So,
2: fucking yeah, there yeah. we go. So you can find us all over the place. Yes, we're like, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're out there. We're out nice. there. Contact us. Give us notes. Tell us how fucking stupid I am. Tell us how stupid we are. Uh, tell Sean and Richie about how good Pain and Shield is. And and uh, and let's go from there.
1: All right. We'll be back next week. We'll figure out what we're doing between now and then. But thanks for listening to Sean and D's Good Tape with Richie. Sometimes. Love you, Mom. I want you to know it's
2: over. Well, Bye.